Hey, welcome all. How you guys doing? Especially to my yard coach crew out there. Hey, this week's topic is uh, something I've wanted to share with you for a while because I really think that uh, if we can recognize some of our weaknesses in the landscape, we can also overcome them. So this particular subject matter is called and titled are you horticulturally challenged? What to do and how we can improve on that. That's what we're talking about this week. Hey, have you ever come across a, a topic, a, a certain subject matter or even situations that just seem to be difficult to get your head around, no matter how hard you try? I think most of us were created with a uh, certain strengths and weaknesses in many, many ways. Uh, some of that is bestowed upon us by our parents, and some of it is bestowed upon by maybe a higher power, should you believe. I think most of us were created with certain talents that we discover as we grow up. Some of us are gifted at math, others athletics, uh, still others science and arts. Other people are gifted with the, uh, the gift of gab and people skills. What? do you look at? When you look in the mirror, what, what would you say is your strong suits in life when you, uh, when you talk about yourself? You talk about certain subject matters. You know, for me growing up, it was uh, science and athletics and the arts. And when I say arts, I mean uh, mechanical drawing. And then I was really good at uh, physiology and biology, basketball and baseball. Those were all my easy gifts that I always gravitated towards. I really excelled in those subjects. Now, on the downside, <laughs> advanced math like uh, geometry and algebra too, I was like a square peg in a round hole. It just did not work for me. I could no more add letters together to come up with a number and I could fly to the moon. No matter how hard I tried, no matter how much I stayed after school, no how, how much, it didn't matter. I could coax as many smart, cute girls to come ride horses on the weekend and help me with algebra. Uh, it, it just never, I went through those damn classes with like D pluses and C minuses at best. And that, I, hey, confession time, I cheated my ass off in many of those classes. Well, this week we're addressing those folks that are creatively deficient and seriously challenged when it comes to ideas and applications outside the four walls of our house in our yard and landscape. I am honored that you took a few minutes out of your busy schedule to join me. Whether you're riding down the road or sitting at the coffee table on a Saturday morning, I am very glad that you are here. This may not be you, you may not be horticulturally challenged, but I'll bet you know somebody who is. And maybe you can learn a little something here and pass it on. You know, pass it forward as they say. Anyway, here we go. Hey, I'm Matt and you can call me coach. Every week I really try to bring to you DIY landscape education design concepts and theories in an easy to understand format so you can tackle those landscape projects yourself, get the professional results that you want, and be a heck of a lot more self-reliant in this day and age. And bottom line, you can save a boatload of money in the process. You know, after a successful 20 year plus career in the green industry as a designer and contractor, uh, retail nursery manager, and educated in horticulture, 
I really feel like I bring with me a lot of knowledge and experience that I want to share with you guys, the new modern educated self-reliant homeowner of today. I have seen them. I've seen them dozens upon dozens of times. Have you? Those folks that when faced with a plant decision at a nursery, they have that glazed over look in their eyes and that mouth that's just kind of like wide open agape type of thing. Or standing in the fertilizer aisle with a bottle of this and a box of that and not sure which way to go. Even if they read the damn labels, they just can't pull the trigger through a knowledge-based decision. If only, if only, ladies and gentlemen, I had a C note for every time I have seen it. I have seen it in the retail nursery industry. I have seen it on design consultations. I have seen it as construction is going right in front of their eyes. They just sit there and go, what are you doing? Why? How? How is that going? And there you go. That is how I must have looked when staring at an algebra problem on the board. I was one of those giant duh type of guys. I really was. It just didn't work for me. You know, I really think in our lifetime, we, gravi we really gravitate towards our strengths, things that come easy to us. And our weaknesses tend to get weaker and weaker and weaker. Well, I want to impart on you today um, how to change your horticulturally challenged mind and allow you to improve this so-called weakness. I want to give you some places, some ways and people you can tap into and learn. So you guys can become, wait for it, Lionscape Strong. You know, so over the years, I have seen folks fall into a few categories. Um, I really gave this some thought and I really categorized when these folks are faced with landscape creativity or landscape problem solving uh, dilemmas. You know, the first ones, first and foremost, <laughs> and I, I, I'm sorry, but I really can't do anything for you, is uh, those people that I really just don't give a damn coach. I don't give a damn how the yard looks. It, it's, it's my algebra and I just don't give a crap. Yeah, for folks like that, that uh, basically have shut off and shut down and they really have no desire, they're, they're gonna be those folks that are living in that house. Yep, that house down the block that everyone looks at and holds their nose because dog crap is all over the front yard along with the parted out 84 Chevy Silverado that's being built in the garage, but you can't get anything in the garage. I can't help people like that. Peer pressure doesn't work. Embarrassment doesn't work. Code enforcement from the city doesn't work. So yeah, I don't know what to do for those folks. And I don't think they're listening or watching right now anyway. Hey, another category. I call them, lovingly call them, the blamers. The blamers are ones who blame everything like it's the soil's fault. It's the tools I have. It's the calendar. I just don't have the time. It's the spouse who won't get off her or his lazy ass from in front of the tube or the computer to get something done. 
It's the dog. The dog destroys everything. It's the water we have. Or better yet, lastly, it's the brand of plant that I bought. That, that brand X never seems to grow for me. Okay? That's the blamer. Then there's another category. And I've seen this a lot. And uh, I got to tell you, I've seen it more in guys than I have in women. And that's the category of, I think I know what I'm really doing here until I've opened my mouth. And I obviously know you don't type of person. I, I've seen that a lot. And that's not, I don't say any of these things in a mean way. I just say them because sometimes guys in the presence of their gals, you know, they want to puff out their chest and they want to, yeah, they, they want to they be the one that's going to take care of the landscape. This is my shit right here. This is, this is dude's work. But it may be dude's work, but you still have to know what the Sam hell you're doing and what you're talking about. So that's category number three. Then fourth and last one is the part-timer. The part-timer who gets super enthused in the springtime for all of a three-day weekend goes out and blows five or 700 bucks on soil amendments and plants and fertilizers and, and trinkets for the yard. And they go out there and they just pound, pound, pound. They get things in the ground. Yeah. And, and then they walk away and they don't take care of it. They don't try to figure out the care patterns or the needs and necessities of this brand new green baby that they have brought into the, the, the landscape. And two months later, everything's dead and they go yeah those are crappy plants anyway you know the part-timer i am sure that there are other categories those are just you know those are the the ones that first came to mind you know we could probably go about this all day but we don't have that kind of time you know like in other programs for self-help 12-step <laughs> programs come to mind you know you first have to be honest with yourself you know, you have to be honest with the person in the mirror. If you are not good at gardening and landscaping, just look in the mirror and go, hey, you don't know crap. You, you don't know crap. And that's okay. You know, it, it's not a crime. It's, a, it's a, a weakness that can be so propped up and strengthened so easily. Like we talked about earlier, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. I've shared one of the big ones of mine with you. So what to do about it? So how can you tackle on this little deficiency and how can you rise up and improve? Well, I have some suggestions on that in my humble opinion. I'll give you a classic example of recent history that has just impressed the living hell out of me. You know, 2020, bless its freaking stupid, thank God it's in the mirror, rear view mirror for us, but that little virus party that we had, have, had, shrinking, hopefully, goodbye, forever. With lockdowns and everything else, you know, we've struggled through over the past year. I have seen it literally alter our mannerisms to some degree. Would you, would you agree with me on that? That the human species has taken on a whole different approach to each other. Yet, I have seen a huge, huge resurgence of efforts from hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people, probably millions of people around the globe, but at least the small little corner of the world that I kind of dabble into with social media, people have gone out, they have learned, they have trialed and errored, they have actually taken on some home improvements, both internal 
and outside and have done a great service to themselves. Not only themselves, but also their property, their neighborhood, example for their children. You know, they've really done a great job. As much as we hated it, as much as we hated it, house jail last year really spawned another breed of homeowner inside one year. Now the results varied from, uh, when you see some of the pictures online, they, they varied from a, holy crap, wow, that looks fantastic. And then there were some others were kind of a little more subdued. That was like, hmm, that, that is interesting. But the point is they all tried. They did something rather than sit around, watch a computer or stare at your fingernails growing. That is how we rise up and meet our landscape creativity shortfalls head on. We do something, whether we do it by a trial and error, a baptism by fire, whatever you want to call it, it worked for many, many people. And some of those, some of those projects that I saw online, they were medium sized projects. They really were. And kudos, kudos to all of you who did that. You know, you, you made your, you made your yard proud, you made yourself proud, and you were so proud that you felt strong enough to share it with the rest of the world. And that, that's some courage right there. Because as we all know, the world can be a very cruel place online when people have the ability to hide behind fake names and a keyboard. Am I right? So for you guys, for you guys that are going, ah, Jesus, coach, I just don't know where to start. Here's where you want to start. You want to start out small. You want to start out by just perusing some ideas, whatever, whatever your project is. Maybe, maybe you're an apartment dweller and you're looking at your little, uh, little fenced in patio out there, or you're looking at your balcony and you go, God, it would sure be nice if I could go out there and sit with something around me that just looks kind of nice. Well, you can. So it's really simple. Google images, Pinterest, apartment balcony landscaping. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to find that. And you can come up with, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. It'll bend your mind eventually, but just boil it down to half a dozen and go, hey, I kind of like this. Take a screenshot of it and then head off to the nursery. Head off to the nursery. Maybe a small container or two of color type of project for a Saturday morning. Maybe a, maybe a simple piece of wall art that you can select to put on your outside wall, whether it's your house or your apartment, it doesn't matter, just something that you can do to break up that stucco wall or whatever it is. Or maybe a little patio decoration, you know, or something next to your outdoor furniture. It's a start. You didn't learn to ride a bike in a day. You, you didn't learn to do the 100 meter hurdles until you learned how to crawl, until you learned how to walk. Same thing happens here. Same thing happens in gardening and landscaping. You gotta start out small. So we're crawling, we're crawling right now. The other thing, and this is the most important, is to open our mouths and have contact with another human being that knows. Something that was really lost, especially last year. The actual human contact of walking into a nursery, telling the whoever that you first see, can I please talk to somebody who is good at uh, landscape design or knows a lot about the plant material that you have here? I have a project and I'd like some help. If you can get past that, I don't know everything phase in your life. If you can get past that ability to ask a stranger for some help, 
<laughs> you've got 50% of the battle won already. Go into a reputable nursery. And as you guys probably know, if you've listened to me for any length of time or watched me on YouTube, you know darn well that I, I was very fortunate at a young age to, to fall into a job that really opened my eyes to this particular genre of uh, work really was. So with those people at a reputable nursery with a knowledgeable staff or staff members, ask questions about your project. You can say, uh, Jane, we'll call her Jane. Jane, I have this small patio here and I want to dress it up. I want to, I have some furniture, which you can see here on my phone. It, it's a patio that has a, a shade arbor over it with lattice. So it's, kind of part sun, part shade. Remember the, the podcast and the video I did several months ago regarding talking to a nursery professional? You should check that out too. It'll help a lot with this little part of this podcast. Anyway, ask them, what do you have that you could show me that'll work in these situations? I want it to be colorful. I want it to be more than just a summer season. So what can you show me? And then watch the curtain open for you. Just shut up and listen, and then let them show you. Answer some of the simple questions that they may have, which most of the time you can, and then go with, go with the flow. This is what these guys and gals do. That's what Jane does five days a week minimum, sometimes six and seven in the springtime. That's all she does. You know, she is there to help you with a little bit of education so that you can have a, you know, hmm, maybe a little greener part in your world. All they want from you as a result is your trust in what they're telling you and your patronage in buying something. Another way is hiring a professional. And when I say a professional, how about a, a professional landscape designer? <laughs> like I was. Consulting maybe with a landscape contractor for an hour. You may have to pay him. Or maybe look certain times a year, you know, there's, there's uh, gardening seminars and how-tos at nurseries. Come in and learn a little something, but when you're there, you know, maybe you'll buy a little something. Or you can become involved in, just on a part-time basis, maybe at garden clubs. Or really popular things now are community garden projects where you can go help, you know, for a, maybe you can rent a, a plot or two. And then as you're, you're wanting to start to fix up your plot, you know, so you're not destroying your own yard, you're working on kind of a test plot. Then your, your neighbors and your friends from the community can kind of start teaching you a little bit. You know, by sheer association, just being around folks like me, you will pick up volumes and volumes of education just by asking simple questions and listening and watching. You know, is there any other better way than talking, watching, and doing, I, I don't know any other learning way that works better. Then you can expand on your, your little personal plot there if that's what you choose to do, or you can go home and start working on your own slice of heaven with little bigger and then bigger and then bigger projects. That is where we, as Brown Thumb Club, that's where we get greener. That's where we get a green thumb. And then another one and another one. In the case of landscape designers, they can draw it up for you. You can tell them, this is what I'd really like to have. I'd really like to have this and this and this and this and this. And they can draw it up for you. And then when they present it to you, 
Some people, like for me, I oftentimes took my clients to the nursery to actually show them the plants, show them the thought process that I had. And then you guys can turn around and just follow the plan. You can, you can do it yourself. Maybe you don't have to do it all at once, but you have a roadmap in front of you now and you can do it yourself. And if you really have to, hey, call the designer back on a consulting basis and say, hey, I'm getting into that part that you did for me right here, and I'm a little stuck. Do you have some time next week to come out and, you know, just consult with me? Sure. You may have to write a little check for it, but, you know, college educations are tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars, and people plunk that down every year. You know, for that weekend project, you can take up to 20 minutes of the nursery's professional's day. You know, just a four big color things with a, a couple of plants in it and everything. You know, you'll, you'll eat up there 20, 30 minutes in a heck of a hurry. And as they suggest plants that would work, soil amendments that are needed, and the right starter fertilizers to attain success with your project, just buy it there. That's all I, that's all I would ever ask of anybody that came into my nursery. Don't be the cheap ass. Don't go to the knowledgeable people and then turn around, intellectually rip them off just to save a few bucks and go down the street to Walmart and buy your color there. You know, I guarantee you, I've had it done. And you, as a retail nursery professional, you catch on to that crap really, really fast. And you will see and repeat visits should you choose to show your face there. You will find a quick dwindling resource as time moves forward out of that nursery professional you know i mean how many times can you get kicked in the face and you're supposed to turn around and smile so glad you're here today how are you ripping me off this morning okay so be the stand-up person you're going to learn so much and when you buy your stuff there you're starting to galvanize a professional relationship that could last many many years or longer now for those of you who just don't care what your yard or your surroundings look like. Like I said at the top of the show, there is nothing really I or anybody can do for you. Just please, please don't move to my neighborhood. You are probably not watching or listening to this anyway because you have another car to park on your front lawn and two or three more dogs that need to pollute your front lawn. Blamers, that works until uh, peer pressure or embarrassment catches up to you. Uh, again, a little education, time investment, and sweat. We can turn those blame games around. So there's no excuses. There's no, there, those excuses go away and positive results take over very, very quickly and in a hurry. As soon as you're shown how and you do how and you are successful how, you'll never blame that part of your world ever again. The problem is your landscape faces are not the water, not the soil, not the brand of plant or fertilizer. It wasn't the, the dumb dumb at the nursery, unless you went to Walmart. I shouldn't say that, That's, that just that's, sounds mean. But uh, most of the time, the folks at the big box stores, for the most part, they're all good people, but they can't help not to know what they don't know. Am I right? You, you just can't always get good educated advice from some folks that are placed in the nursery department but they don't know jack about what's out there. Most of the time, it's the shortcuts people take to save a buck. They, they rush, they put, they, they put it to task, and, and they, when they do rush like this because 
oh man, the old man or the old lady or somebody is, is making me do this. And so they rush out and do it and they just miss some real critical steps in uh, the selection of plants or the planting, the, the style of planting, the way you planted it. And most importantly, after that, follow-up care. You know, I don't know about you, if, if you guys are parents or going to be parents, chances are you're not gonna, you're not gonna have that child come home thrown in a crib and go, hey, I'm going away for the weekend. Catch you later. No, I don't know, it can, it can get up and make its own food and get its own milk and change its own diapers. Well, you know something, brand new plants in the landscape are basically the same thing. They're new little babies in the house and you gotta, you gotta pay attention to them a little bit or they will go downhill on you, guaranteed. With all the resources at folks' disposal in this modern technological age that we live in, there is really, I mean, if you're a shut-in, you can still be an excellent landscaper and gardener because there's just no excuse not to learn what you need to learn. It's all right there, right there on the screen if you have internet capabilities. Then slowly, in small increments, apply that knowledge and build confidence and skills in order to take on bigger and bigger projects. Landscape and gardening improvements are not just a click away for a DIY homeowner. You actually have to do the work and make things happen in a sequential order for long-term success. You know, you can, you can plant stuff like crap and it's gonna tell you inside 30 days that you planted me like crap and uh, you know, the funeral's on Wednesday. The plant funeral, not your funeral. So do it right, do it right the first time. I probably could have improved my math skills way back in the day when I, you know, when I had known a little more at 16 years old. I don't know how much you guys knew at 16, but I didn't know my ass from the hole ground when I was 16 years old. But back then you just don't know what you don't know. And it wasn't the direction in life I was going and I just needed to, muddle through it and get it over with. My God, it was really hard for me. I think as a homeowner, it is imperative to always have your best foot forward and have your homes that reflect a sense of pride and upkeep and good functionality. That really shows they are cared for and reflect well, not only on the people who live there, but the neighborhood that we live in. What do you guys think? Do you think it's important or do you think it's Eh, it's the person I am, coach. It has nothing to do with how my lawn looks. Maybe not. Maybe maybe not, depending on what your neighborhood looks like. I was, I was really fortunate as a late teen, uh, many years ago, to fall into employment that really allowed me to grow and become educated in all things green-related. Then I expanded that into business success, and here I am today. Still to this day cannot add letters worth a damn. I just can't. A times B equals C, H. No, it doesn't compute, still doesn't compute. So, hey, as coach here on the podcast, I offer my services to you in the form of email education and video education and podcast education. If there are tasks out there that you are stuck with, maybe I can help. Email me your questions or concerns and let's talk it out and work through it. Where are you going to get that for free these days? I ask you. Okay, let's wrap this up. Thanks for staying with me to this point. 
Hope you got some value out of today's topic. If you are already a green thumber, congratulations. If you're skilled, congrats. Turn and help somebody else who is not so much. Help a coworker, help a family member, whatever. Take some of your knowledge and impart it on them. Maybe they have something that they can impart on you. Well, to my crew, thank you as always. To you guys, thank you 10 times as much and be become a part of the crew. All you gotta do is email me. And to your landscape success, you guys take care. I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Yard Coach. Check out the original videos on YouTube at Yard Coach or email Coach Matt at youryardcoach at gmail.com. And hey, did you get your free 15-step landscaping project checklist? Check out the podcast description below for the link to your free PDF as well as the YouTube channel for more great information for the DIYer in you. See you next week.